0: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yes! Yes! Awesome. We're back! We're back! Paid Search Podcast. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by a guy that looks better in high heels, the great mm. Chris Schaefer, firmer cabs those high heels what's going on buddy how are you doing
0: there's a reason to watch
1: button both. that top button chris how are you doing today how are you doing chris how are you doing oh, today? welcome back to the show
0: literally jason was calm yeah. as a cute how are you comfort. doing chris how are you doing Greg? we chris hit Saver. the how are you play doing? button and he goes Ooh. crazy <laughs> oh man he's a camera
1: addict welcome back to the welcome back to the paint church podcast we're here to give you some actionable
0: advice that was episode number one guys we're who, here to give you some if you haven't been around Advice. For a while. That was episode number one. Then I gave him some, constr- some, uh, com- some criticism. <laughs> some,
1: some what? Some criticism. Some uh, professional podcast or what? Shut up. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by a man who's wearing teal, but his name is Chris, the great Chris More of a baby blue. You really should check out the YouTube channel. You can definitely see a lot of bicep and pectoral definition in this shirt that he's wearing. Chris, how are you doing? How are you doing, Chris? Are you ready for this podcast? How are you? How are you
0: doing, Chris? How are you doing? I'm uh, celebrating a uh, wonderful summer uh, when it is, let me check, 83 in Texas right now. Uh, Canadians who are listening and other people who use... The metric system you don't know what that means but uh my fellow uh imperial system they know what that means 83 degrees wonderful it feels great outside and it's just it's a good time to be in texas right now sunny 83 degrees but i'm inside how about you how's it how is it in uh rothman land
1: it's always 98 degrees here and oh. this is the hardest thing i'll ever have to do
0: <laughs> okay
1: Someone out there got that. Obviously, Chris didn't.
0: No, I did. I mean, I didn't listen to the music much, but I know. I know. All right, Chris, you're doing the sponsor this week. Mm-hmm.
1: You're doing the review. Mm-hmm. You're doing the uh, news item. Mm-hmm. You're doing the topic. We don't so need So why you. don't you just get started, because we're going to get a lot of Chris. Why don't you just get yeah. started, and I'll just go Google myself.
0: <laughs> Google, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, so today uh, we have... An exciting topic and before I get into that I have a special tip to share with our listeners uh, about a tool that you can use to get more out of your Google Ads campaign I'm talking about our friends at optio.com slash PSP if you'd like a six-week extended trial of this online tool which gives you great advice tips additional suggestions beyond what you get in the Google system check out optio.com slash PSP. You get an extended six week trial instead of the scrubs out there that just get four, you get an additional two weeks. Check them out. It's a great tool. You get alerts over email. You get suggestions about new keywords, new negative keywords, uh, bid suggestions, CPA records. And are you over budget under budget, all kinds of great things. Optio.com slash PSP. So, Since I am the center of attention still, I will continue my takeover of the PSP for this week, which is, it's a lot of fun. Isn't it calm in here, guys? You hear that? It's silence. You don't, you don't hear silence a lot. All right. Today, I have. Make the noise. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Today, I have a review. Make the noise. You make, no, you're the
1: noisemaker. Oh, sorry. I thought we were doing the news now.
0: No, I am. I'm not going to do that. You have to do the noise because I'm reading it. I don't have to do anything. I <laughs> knew it. That's the truth. I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't do me the favor that I do you. Okay. So this is from Matthew from Patreon. This is not posted on iTunes, although we really appreciate reviews on iTunes because it helps us. Jason, we are so close to 200. It is, Where did
1: he leave this review?
0: You can. He, he left it on a comment on Patreon. And he is a member, he is paying our $2 a month membership to be a part of the super cool club and it's a great place to get a, just another little sample of some knowledge and tips that we offer people that are in our super cheap Patreon club. And here's what Matthew said and I just thought it was beautifully stated. He said, "I really only tune in to learn about dealing with hard people." The ad stuff isn't really all that helpful. I just hope I can learn to be as patient as you. It's no small feat with that Rothman dude. And I just, he I just, put that? I'm not Matthew. Did he really put that? Yes, he did. I'm gonna kick him out.
1: <laughs> you know you can't. I'm, I'm gonna, no. I have, I have, I'm gonna f myself and kick him out. Matthew, I'll get you back want. in.
0: If he kicks you out, um, I'll get you back in. But thank you. I love that. I hearted it. Uh, whatever that is, the word on Patreon. Uh, I loved, liked, favorited. Uh, but anyway, wonderful review. Thank you so much. Um, so now back to me again, Jason. Me again. Yeah. Great Go news. Ahead. Make the make the noise. Come on, come on, tool. Make the noise. It's news time. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> beep 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 beep. So news for the week is. Google ads editor, the offline editor that you can download, just search on Google for Google ads editor and you can download a tool, this software. They've been making huge updates to it. um, Since the new UI launched last year, they've been making slow updates and it's in some ways it's really nice. I, I enjoy the updates. One thing that I love, and this is a complete UI, there's no functionality change, but they have added a dark mode. You can now click at the bottom right hand corner and change this bright Harsh white screen that you have to stare at for hours every day. Uh, you can now change Sounds it to familiar. a to a dark, gloriously non eye straining, dark mode. And I tell you, Jason, it's wonderful. Anything you, you like have, it? Yeah, I like it. Anything you want to say before I uh, continue with the rest of the show?
1: <laughs> dark mode: a dramatic new look designed to improve focus on content and overall viewing experience. Oh, that's ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying that out in real
0: time right now. It's nice. It's this dark gray. Instead of staring at this harsh, bright light, because I have a very large screen. It's almost like I'm compensating, but I have this huge screen. And so when I maximize on this screen, it's so bright in my eyes. I just love it. So,
1: All right, let me let me check this out. Hang on.
0: He just wrote down a part. Do- what did you write? What did you write on your note? What did Pat? I
1: write down? You want to know what I wrote down? Mm-hmm. What did you write? another edit okay there's another one. Oh man yeah we're i, I 10 said minutes something in. i didn't want to say we're 10 minutes edited. in and you already have edits no, Chris, honestly, I am getting out of dark mode. I this is not for me. Oh,
0: okay. Well <laughs> This
1: is uh how do you wait, give me the tip again? How do okay, there it is. It's the bottom right corner. Wow. It, it looks like a little sun and moon. Yeah, it does. Okay. It's great. I don't know, Chris. I just that was a little different than uh what I'm used to in there. Okay. Well Um, so that's interesting news. We had an interesting YouTube comment I saw this week about our where we talked about editor and all the things you can do in it, that Mm -hmm. episode, some guy goes like something like 46 minutes of two guys talking and not one picture of the editor useless.
0: (laughs) I know. Did you see my comment? Did you see my reply?
1: No. What'd you say? What'd you say?
0: I'd have to pull it back up, but I know I saw the, I saw the comment and I I did, I wrote like four different answers and all of them had to be edited. And then I wrote the fifth one. (laughs) It's like my fifth edit. So
1: you managed to do a whole video on AdWords editor without showing screenshots of the AdWords editor. <laughs> Just about useless.
0: <laughs> My answer?
1: What a, and Chris, Chris replied, what a great idea. Thanks, exclamation point. Screenshots go great with podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: you know, I mean, all the people that love us, when that little troll comes by, and uh, I hope he's watching. What's his name? Unsubscribe real quick for me. Unsubscribe for me. Thank you.
1: Okay, so moving on to no, 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 no. Chris, what? you you hosted last week, okay, oh. and I'm hosting this week. You got this, one. and so now go. I thought we were going in. No, 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 I don't because no, we did, we did the review, man. You know, you, you drop quick. the the hosting thing for one week, yep. and you just lose, you, you lose, lose it. it. So
0: I'm there. I'm ready.
1: Let me let me get it back here. Let me get it back. All right, Chris. So you wanted to talk about the Display Network today. You wanted to talk about how there's easy things you can do in it. And I told you I was going to press you mm-hmm. for the people out there, for do the it. listeners. Do it. Why? Why are we talking about the Display Network? And let me let me confirm a rumor. No, no I'm not. You know what? I'm done with... I'm done <laughs> with editing... <laughs>
0: I'm
1: done with editing this podcast, so I'm not going to say things that I'm going to want to edit. So I'll, I'll uh, not make fun of you and say the things I was going to say. But Chris... Why do you want to talk about display? What, what's tickling your pickle here? What's going on?
0: Okay. um, I, can't, I just can't stop laughing. I'm imagining how long your emails are to Rachel. All right, Rachel, here we go. Minute two, I say this. Please take it out. Minute four, I say this. <laughs> I just... well, there's, one, there's one person laughing in the world right now. <laughs>
1: It's great. That's probably hitting home with Rachel. Okay, Chris, um, why do you want to talk about display? What's uh, What's got you going on it? Like, what's bringing it up?
0: You know, it's... Why do you
1: want to talk about it? And, and number two, why? Why use why display use ever? It? There's yeah. a lot of people who only advertise on search. I'm not endorsing that, but there's a lot of people who do it. There's a lot of people who dip their toes into display and only do remarketing. I'm not endorsing that, but there's a lot of people who only do mm-hmm. remarketing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why branch out past remarketing? Why talk about it? What's going on
0: here? So here's the path that took me to this dark place that I agree. 2018, Chris may completely disagree, but 2019, Chris is willing to try something because here's what happened. I started playing and I talked about this a few episodes ago. I started playing with um, this one client's uh, search campaign and I turned on the uh, display for a search campaign. So I had Google search Search partners display and display, display, select, right. So I had all three going and it got like an additional 10% of the conversions and it took us over the top. The client was very happy. I was thrilled to get off my back and it was just that simple thing because I tried all these other things and I was like, yes. So then I thought, well, I'm pretty smart. I could try duplicating that in a in a display campaign and trying that. And and I started sampling and trying some things. I never really could do what happened really well with the display select in a search campaign, but it got me to sampling some stuff. And what, what it got me to think is this, here's the reason why, if I, if my campaign were to be reviewed by someone else, you know, another agency came in, another freelancer, something like that, which happens all the time, honestly, Um, you know, your, your stuff gets questioned. And if I'm not trying new things and the campaign is just trucking along with the same search campaign all the time, nothing new, it's really difficult to try new things in search because it's often expensive. You know, a lot of times it's like, well, what do I do? Go higher up the funnel? You know, I don't really, I don't really want to do that. So display is kind of a quick, you know, something you can get, you can get like a hundred clicks for like a couple bucks of spend. I'm talking low spend. That's the idea. High clicks, low spend. And let's say you get a 0.1% conversion rate. It's potential to get like... One or two conversions after spending a couple bucks.
1: Number number one mistake people make on display, pure display. By the way, when we say display, we say pure display, which means no remarketing.
0: Right. Yes. Because
1: remarketing separate. So pure display means these other topics, which we're about to discuss. But when we I think the number one mistake with pure display, people don't give it enough time.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's true. Okay, so you, I think you can you can see that there is some possibilities, and a lot of the time, this is this is actually going to be much later in the episode, but that placements thing that we always talk about where you go in and look at those websites, it's such a mentally taxing thing to go through and see, oh, look, I showed up on crapsite.com. You know, I mean, just, just some stupid website. Here's a problem, Chris.
1: We review where your ad showed up placements page. We review that. Like we review our search terms. Yeah. We're in the same Which is, mindset. We go down yeah. the list, good or bad. The problem is where we're going wrong there. And the reason we go wrong is because we get so emotionally invested when we see something that looks horrible. Because that would be horrible for search search terms. Because it costs a lot of money. But the thing we're missing is that if horrible placement, it's not that big a deal if the click costs 17 cents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where the mistake comes in, is, yeah. is judge, judging it on the same harsh level as a search campaign. So, Chris, let me let me ask you, before we dive into how to do pure display, have you ever, because wh- why are people advertisers? They're either advertising for leads, direct leads, or sales, or they're advertising for market share, mind share, branding, long-term advertising, growing their brand and getting more people to their site over the long term or sharing content and building the brand that way. But it's either for direct leads and sales or it's for some other kind of longer term branding thing. Have you ever in your life seen pure display non-remarketing bring in multiple leads and actually be run for lead generation?
0: Multiple leads. Oh, over any period? Like not
1: just not just like, oh, I ran for a month and I happen to randomly get one person to fill out the lead form. But I mean, have you actually seen pure display outside of remarketing ever work routinely and regularly getting leads or direct sales from those display clicks week after week, month after month?
0: The The part that bothers me is when you said regularly, and I'd have to say no, not regularly.
1: I've seen it twice in my life. Okay. Twice. One time was some really big keyword contextual, and a lot of the keyword contextual ended up being on one placement. It was in the medical field, and we were getting direct leads and sales. A lot of them. Mm. A lot. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, and then the other time I've seen it was I talked about this on a lawyer podcast I did. I did keyword contextual. I found a very specific niche content website where someone created a specific content website about a certain mass tort that was hot at that time. So they made a bunch of content like, what do you do if you have this problem? Who do you contact if you have this problem? How do you know if you have this problem? And we targeted keywords. We found ended up finding that placement. And then I targeted that placement and it brought in leads. Mm. It really worked. Yeah. I've seen but that's it. I've seen it twice.
0: Yeah. What's... Particularly scary is that it was, that you're referring to regular. I, I've seen plenty of irregular, where one month there might be three, another month there'll be zero, and the next month there might be one, you know, or, or, or another three, something like that. It's not anything that's that's predictable or standard, you know, we always get mm. two a week or 10 a week or something like that. The regularity is out the window, but as far as actually getting conversions, yes, but yeah, just like you said, it is... It's rare and it's a gem to be able to find that, and usually it's not a mistake. You're not going to just throw something in place and it just works. So that's that's what we're talking about today. Is a complete opposite of what we had talked about. Jason, do you know the episode number of what uh, episode it was where we talked about really complex? Yeah,
1: one one twenty one.
0: One twenty one. Okay, so we on episode one twenty one. I completely
1: made that up. Yeah, I made that up. Oh, Don't gosh. lie to the people. I made that up. <laughs> No, I don't know, Chris. Oh, I we got really deep, but today we're taking it higher level, right? And we're going to more towards, like, it's not that complicated. Like, let's take the mystery out of it. Let's describe the options to people and they can decide if they want to go down that um, that path. But Chris, let me finish this why section because I'm curious. We both discussed that we have seen direct leads come in from pure display, but we, we cleared with everybody. It's hard to do. It doesn't happen, seem to happen very often. It takes a lot of work to figure it out. And sometimes... It's hard to f- figure out. It just, the biggest problem is we don't give a, enough time. So, but it is possible. But let me ask you this. Is pure display advertising for non-lead generation, for branding? Do you like that? Is that worth it to you?
0: For Okay, for branding.
1: Oh, do, do sure. You, yeah, so say a client came to you, say they were um, a, a HVAC, they're spending 10 grand a month. HVAC, that's a branded industry. You know, mm-hmm. that's not like sure. a law firm that has one lawyer, t- they don't need to grow a brand. They just need leads and to be busy every month. But HVAC, Mm -hmm. that's a very branded thing. These guys advertise on TV all the time. If they came to you, they're spending $10,000 with you. They love the results you're getting for leads. And so their business is growing, but then they say, Hey, we've got another 2000 a month. We can spend on PPC and say they're in a really small market and your search impression shares a hundred percent. Would you tell them, Hey, you know what? We're doing search a hundred percent search impression share. We're doing remarketing. That's going great. You got an extra $2,000? Great. Let's spend it on pure display and grow your brand in your small
0: market. Would you advise that? Although the situation that you described is extremely rare to have a very strong search impression share for HVAC, um, it I In, know at ten thousand. Yeah, that's I low. mean, so say if, say they're spending thirty grand a month. Right, right. So yes, absolutely. If we, if I mean, HVAC is a bad example because it's such a difficult, Why? high expensive. Why is that a bad example? Because it's a high high cost per click network. Okay,
1: let's say there's let's say they're spending fifty grand a month.
0: Okay, that's okay. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad example. Forget I don't want to hurt your feelings. It's a good example, Jason.
1: Well, I'm, then take it back. Thank you. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, is it really it, a good example? <laughs> Thank you. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm going to
0: use this one. That's all about branding. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Excellent job. Excellent stuff. Thank, um, you. I'm so, Thank you. I'm so glad Thank you're you. here. I am, I'm saying yep. yes. In that, in that instance, absolutely. I, I think I, I absolutely would because um, I mean, I, I can think of several clients that I work with that they benefit from that top of funnel, middle funnel, lower funnel uh, traffic, uh, you know, and, and then eventually it comes in.
1: Put it this way. Chris, I, I get remarketed to all the time because, you know, I check out the big agencies in this space, see what they're up to, look at their blogs and all that. I get remarketed to the heck out of and seeing their impressions every single day, it grows on my mind, sure. like brand share and yeah. mind share. And I'm like, they just, their reputation starts growing. I'm like, mm-hmm. these guys are so on it. They're so awesome. Look at these display ads all the time. Even though that's remarketing, that doesn't have to be remarketing. As long as I'm the right person to see their ads, I'm in this Digital marketing space, it would have the same effect on me, even if I had never been to their website that one time in the past thirty days. You know, so I agree. I think it's great for lead gen. Pure displays great for lead gen. If you can figure it out, if you can crack that uh, code. But I also think, like you, it's good for branding. I mean, people spend money on TV, Mm -hmm. and they're not really tracking direct leads from that a lot most of the time. Well, let's spend it online too. So thank you for clearing that up, Chris. Now. Tell people about the Chris Schaefer dichotomy in the display network. Because if there's one thing you love mm. in life, mm. above everything, above everything, okay. is, is you just have this fetish about how the display network breaks down between targeting the website and targeting the person <laughs> (laughs) Like one day you came up with this saying and you're just like, that's great. People are, people are really responding to that. I like that. And why don't, tell people about this breakdown here.
0: Yeah. So today we're talking about targeting the website. So the reason I talk about this is because people very often just talk about display and they don't realize all the options. No, no,
1: no. They, Chris, they only talk about display. People talk about search. People talk about display. Nobody breaks this down like you do. Exactly. Nobody does. They talk about display
0: nobody breaks this down it, it, it's so it's i think it's such an important point because when it comes to search you always target the person that's 99 of the the time the way that search works you target the way that the person's searching uh in display you have a break from that because you can target two different ways you can target the page that the person's viewing in other words the content in other words the website or you can target the activity of the person, their interests, their history, their actions. So today we're talking about targeting content. And an episode several, you know, several months ago we talked and I went into depth about layering and the and, and all the complexities of display. And what I want to talk about today is easy. Like what's an easy way to at least get started? And my my thing that I really like is there's built-in, baked-in topics in the display uh, targeting. So you can click on the topics button and there's very wide targets like industry and food and things like that for targeting the topics of a website. But what, what I want to talk about today is, you know, food and industry and business is way too wide, You can't just click that and expect to get what you, you know, you think is going to be targeted enough. What I'm saying is go in there, look at the subcategories of the subcategories of the subcategories, and you find things like cable and satellite providers, vision care, investing, Jason, there you go, office furniture, factory automation, healthy eating, like these are subcategories of these topics that you can target. And what happens is you don't have to figure out what websites these are gonna show on. It just targets those websites uh, that have that content. And it's it's a very easy way to just pick it and let it run, which is what I, I think is great.
1: So the first website targeting option, targeting the website is topics. And I'm, Chris, I'm just gonna read the definition for everyone from Google's help. Just like your business caters to certain customers, your customers may be interested in certain topics. Topic targeting lets you place your ads on website pages about those topics, whether it's agriculture, music, or something else entirely. Now, Chris, I'm looking at some of the topics in an account, um, getting some data, multiple accounts, uh, to show people how granular this can get. And like, there's law and government. So, say you're advertising for a lawyer, right? And remarketing is tough because they don't let, I don't think they let you remarket um, with that sensitive industry or, or whatever the wording is. And so, you want to target topics, people reading about your kind of law because they may need a lawyer in it. Legal or the top level, law and government, then legal, and then family law. Mm. And then they have drunk driving law. Yeah. Then they have uh, labor and employment law. So, if you're a labor lawyer, Uh, wrongful termination lawyer like if i fired chris from this podcast and then he sued me
0: you can't you literally can't i absolutely yeah
1: i know i can't i can't fire you we're partners we're Mm co-owners 97 percent three percent for you you know how it goes um but chris so i mean that's just how granular you can get it um internet and telecom Web services, search engine optimization and marketing. That'd be a great one for us to show up on. Let's say someone's in the investment industry and you can target pages about investing. Well, say you're a financial planner and you help people with do all that kind of stuff. There's a subtopic. So you don't just have to be on investing. You can be on financial planning and management. And then a subtopic in that is asset and portfolio management. So, I mean, that's pretty granular there, Chris. I don't know when they made this big break, but it does seem like they've they've gotten more granular in recent years, or at least added more options.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good point because I don't know if it's always been this specific because I've never really paid that much attention. I usually grab you know larger topics and just target everything. Oh,
1: throw, throw one out to me. Throw one
0: out to yeah, me. I Let's mean, go through so, a little example. So I mean, here, so I have I have throw, several. Well, throw one out to me. Yeah. Well, I want you to be a client. Yeah. So food and grocery delivery. Right. I mean, that's 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 not just food. It's food and grocery delivery. So okay,
1: they must be adding to this all the
0: time because that was not an industry. That's like a new thing. Ago. Yeah. 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 Event and studio photography. I'm trying to think about things that, you know, are very specific types of services that our listeners could use. So, I mean, if you're a photographer, I mean, that's a great one. People that are looking to maybe buy a new camera. Maybe you sell cameras. Maybe you are a photographer. Maybe you sell lessons on photography. I mean, There's all kinds of things, people that are looking at sites that are about event and studio photography.
1: I've got this pulled up here, and what I want to do is I want to walk people through how you find and add these. Now, the display planner, which used to be a tool where you could type in your website, type in whatever topics you think might exist, then select the ones that actually exist and make a list, that no longer exists, Chris. <laughs> Yeah the display planner is no longer available in the new google ads experience however its features have been incorporated throughout campaign creation that's what they say in their official help so chris give me a business here and i'm going to tell people you go to topics it's in that middle menu bar where keywords location all that kind of stuff is there's a thing called topics you click on that and then you can do targeting or observation by the way the chris schaefer special observation um but let's say we want to do targeting
0: Yes. The, the best thing I think you can tar- do. You don't want to yeah, not for this, do Yeah, tar- for this, yeah. You have to do targeting.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We better clarify that. So, yeah, if you don't do targeting and you do observation and you only do one observation or multiple observations of topics, <laughs> you're eligible to show up on everything. Every website that Google ads run on. Everything. And your budget will just be zapped up and you'll have basically no targeting. Yeah. So definitely do targeting. Now, Chris, give me a business here. Just pick out one of your clients off the top of your head and I'll I'll see if we can okay. find a good topic for okay. it.
0: All right. I'm going to give you a tough one. I'm going to tell you my business uh, sells commercial printers. These are high-dollar printing machines.
1: Okay. High-dollar printers. So I'm going to start out here, Chris. We have a list of topics we could go look through, but I think the easiest thing always to do is just to click search, mm-hmm. and go into the search bar here, and start searching. So I'm going to say I'm just going to do exactly what my client told me here, commercial printer. And let's see what their options are. Books and literature, book retailers, that ain't it. Nope. Um, business and industrial, advertising, promotional products. That's not it. Business services, office supplies. That's not it. Whoa. Printing and publishing, mm.
0: uh,
1: business cards and stationery, document and printing services, retail equipment and technology under retail trade. Okay. Under computers and electronics, we could target all computer and electronics. That's probably too broad. Yeah. We could target uh, computer peripherals. That's too broad. But under that, there's printers, copiers, and fax machines. And now we're getting very, I think this is as granular as we're going to get here. Um, we have 3D printers and scanners. There you go. Copiers, fax machines, ink and toner, printers, and then another topic scanner. So what I would advise my client here, I would go, you know what? We found a computers and electronics. And then under that, we found computer peripherals and we found printers. So the problem with that, Chris, is it's not under business. So that would just be one where we would have to know that like, hey, sometimes we might show up on on, uh, retail stuff consumer searches. That's printer. I'm going to go into business and industrial directly and see if there's anything directly in there. Printing and publishing, document and printing services, topics, pages about that. That you could probably do because it's under business and then it's under printing and publishing and then it's topics, websites and pages about document and printing services. So the mindset could be, well, these are business clients. are reading pages about document and printing services maybe they need their own in-house printer
0: yeah
1: or maybe or maybe they have an in-house printer and they're looking at pages about printer repair or stuff like that um i think maybe trying would you try both of those the overall computer and electronic printers topic and then the business and industrial printing services or would you just go with the printing services under business
0: I like the printing services. I think that's probably where I would start. Um, and I might grab, you sound like a man
1: who has been burned before on display. So you're scared that printers in general could be way too much consumer. This is a B2B,
0: you know? So, you know, because this is a complicated industry, you know, this is, this is what I get worried about is I want to target easily. So here, here's my suggestion on making this work. This is very different from the previous time we talked, put everything in one ad group. Okay. Create uh, a display campaign, you know, call it ad group one. Topics. Don't, yeah. To, you know, Call it topics. Yeah. Call it topics. Grab five, six topics and put them all in one ad group. Okay. What happens is those will target individually. They will not layer, they target individually. And then you can change uh you know you could pause one or pause another and watch them independently and see what happens yeah you can
1: see if all your traffic starts coming in on that um printers consumer retail one and if it does if it all comes in and you're seeing 100 bounce rates just pause it. it yeah and then you can let it go to the printing services that were under business
0: and then from here uh my additional suggestions on uh you know keeping this simple uh don't look at your placements don't worry about your placements yet. Start making some adjustments to device type. Maybe you uh, block tablets. Maybe you block mobile. You know, maybe your B two B audience. Yeah. Um, ages. Ages. Yeah. Demogra- you don't want eighteen to twenty four year olds. Demographics. For printer services. Time of day. Stuff like that. Make edits on a broad scale because you're going to get plenty of traffic. And then finally, block your mobile apps. I'm I'm going to suggest for this test. Wow, Chris. Block mobile apps, Chris.
1: A few months ago, we got on here, and you said you were more open to it, and I said I was more open to it. And you know what I've done since then on my own campaigns, Chris? Mm-hmm. I've blocked those mobile oh, placements, yeah. Oh, yeah. all the topic, all the mobile placement categories or whatever, I, because I didn't like the traffic I was getting. No. It just – when they're on a website, they can be on the website, they can click to your site on the display ad, and they can do stuff on your website because they're in a browser. But when they're in that app – they don't seem to be focused on doing things on other people's websites. Right,
0: It opens it up in that app. So that's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest, you know, making broader cuts to traffic type and letting the topics run on those pages and keeping the bids low. Start with like a 50 cent bid. Yeah.
1: Where do you start with your bids?
0: Yeah. That's a 50 cent bid, 25 cent bid, maybe 75 cent. You know, I don't know. It depends if you get really specific on your targets. Um, you may have to put a dollar bid or a dollar fifty uh, but if you're wider then you might be able to get away with the 25 cent bid. See what works for you, but don't put heavy bids on super broad topics like technology or something like that you know it's just okay so
1: when you when you dive into these pure display waters you're saying don't be scared to go as tight as you want to go because here the traffic is so big generally that you do have room to go as tight as you want. So if we sell, Commercial printers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Location, you're locking it down to a radius around Dallas. Age groups, you're locking it down to people who are in the age of your customers. Mm -hmm. Bids, you're keeping it at like 25 cents to a dollar to start out. Topics, you lock it down to your topics you want. And then... Anything besides that location? Oh, schedule. The last one, yeah, schedule. schedule. You're saying I don't want people at a random website two in the morning if they're going to be buying commercial printers. They're not up at two in the more, morning.
0: More specific than that, keep the midnight hour off of your campaign. Do not let your campaigns run from midnight forward. I'm gonna suggest, right. Because this is something that if you've run display before, you know happens. When that midnight hour hits, your budget kicks in, and you start getting clicks like crazy. If you ch- if you are a running twenty four seven,
1: no, no. A nerd might say a nerd who's just read the rules might say no, that's not true. The great Chris Schaefer, I put my things on, put the spend out e- evenly.
0: Yeah, he and you no, would say no. no.
1: That's how high, that's how high volume the pure display market. Yeah,
0: is. check your check your hour placement and and your impressions by hour and clicks per hour. You'll notice that it's spikes at midnight and then quickly drops off after one and you lose maybe a you know 20 30 percent of your of your spend at that midnight hour which is not ideal if you if you start at 2 a.m you won't have that spike honestly i i don't don't like the way the system works like that so avoid doing that but that's it And it makes sense like
1: if easy if you're selling commercial printers and someone it wants to buy commercial printers they wake up and they go to work in the morning What are they doing up at midnight or two in the morning or 3 a.m. online? They're not. So you want to probably just run during business hours or at least early in the day there. So, Chris, that's one type of
0: targeting the website. What's the other type? So what we're going to talk about next week uh, is we're going to talk about targeting the person. This is a whole nother realm. This is completely different. What we just discussed is targeting the content of the website. Next week, we'll talk about the audience. Uh this is determined by how the person searches, what pages they view, what their searches are, and it puts them into certain audiences. You don't want to miss it, it's gonna be really interesting. Uh it's we wanna create a compare and contrast situation between what this week was and last week is. Um so let me tell you one last thing that's super important. Optio.com slash Psp six week extended trial. I mentioned it about 30 minutes ago. If you haven't been there yet. I'm seriously disappointed you've been sitting around in your car. I'm sure you've hit a stoplight. You should go there and try it because it's a great tool. I use it. I've been a subscriber for a while, and Jason uses it as well. They send you email alerts. They let you know what's happening with your campaign so you don't have to think about some of those super creative things that just go right past. Oh, that link is broken. Uh, That site link is broken. I should have added that negative keyword. Uh, We're underspending. We're overspending. Those kind of things that you may not think about, it lets you know about it. So check it out, opteo.com slash PSP. And with that, Jason, we will talk about targeting the person, getting into the mystery of the human mind on the episode for next week.